0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 170, Dealing with Gossip. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to listen she will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again she will teach you how to be an imperfect mom so you can help your kids be imperfect too and And have have harmony harmony in the home Ooh, today is a juicy topic we all know what gossip is when we ask the googles what gossip is the dictionary says casual or unconversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Now, I've had people gossip about me. I'm sure you've had people gossip about you. You hear some outlandish stories, and you're like, wait, what? I don't understand that. That's not even close to what happened. Or they twist things, or they take half-truths, and then they piece them together. So when I do hear gossip about me, and someone says, you wouldn't believe what this person was saying about you. They were dragging your name through the mud. I'm like, really? Tell me what they were saying. And then they say all the things like, she's not all that. She's pretty loud and obnoxious. She's very quiet and reserved. She's not as fit as she acts. My daughter was over at her house and she fed her junk. My son was over at her house and she fed him junk. Her house is a wreck. She does organizational videos, but her house is messy. Sometimes she snaps at her kids. I've heard her at Walgreens. Why am I talking like that? So when I hear these things, I'm always, and my dad would always, when I would go to my dad and be like, dad, this person said this about me and I'm so sad and I'd be like crying. And he's like, why does that person feel comfortable saying these things about you to this other person? Why is another person sticking up for you? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true, dad. They would never go to my sisters or like go to David and like throw me under the bus. So like, why do they have that comfort level? And that always struck me. I never like put two and two together. And I realized, you know what? He's right. All that gossip that you just heard that I have heard about myself actually wasn't gossip from other people. This was gossip said to myself about myself. And I do it on the regular basis. So we all know how painful gossip is because it's happened to us. We've probably done it to other people. Sometimes we get caught like, oh dear, I shouldn't have said that about that person. Or when you're even talking to someone face to face and you accidentally slip something out or you say something that could be construed the wrong way and then you think about it afterwards. So we all know we've been on both sides of it. It's very painful. It's very much a betrayal. It feels like you've been stabbed in the back when it comes from other sources. So today's episode is about not gossiping about ourselves because we know how painful it is when it happens to us. And all those things that I just said were nothing that I've ever heard from another human. It's all the inner dialogue within myself said to myself on the regular. So we always think, why would someone else say that? That's so painful. But yet we do it to ourselves all the time. We're not good enough mom. We're not a good enough spouse. We don't make enough money. We shouldn't be in the body that we're in. We had horrible parents. I'm talking sing-song again. I don't have my degree. I only have one degree, not 17 degrees. The list is endless. These are just examples of running narratives that go on in the background unless you're conscious about the way that you're speaking to yourself. So when we're aware of it, we still can allow it, we don't get mad about it. We just remind ourselves that just like someone would go to my sister and gossip about me and say all those awful things that I said at the beginning. So if they're not gonna say it to my sister because my sister's gonna stick up for me and be like, no, that's not true. And she's this and she's that and like say all the things that are positive about me or if it's your sibling. So we have to give that same gift to ourselves. We have to be that sister, that friend, that spouse, that parent, that would stick up for ourselves when our ego gets enraged and starts the "woe is me," the self-loathing. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. It happens in all of us. It doesn't matter how much. Um, it doesn't matter the amount of money you make. It doesn't matter the weight that you are. It doesn't matter. Matter. It doesn't matter how your house looks. It doesn't matter which degree you had or didn't have. It doesn't matter who you're married to. It doesn't matter if you've been married once, twice, you're divorced, you're single, you're a step-parent. Do you see how I'm just throwing out examples after examples? None of it matters because the ego will always find fault. It will always find not good enoughness. And it's not always from stemming from your parents or stemming from your upbringing or stemming from your family of origin. Sometimes... It's just the ego being a total jerk. And the ego is doing what the ego's job is, and it's to protect us. We've been hurt in the past, so the ego steps up and says, I'm not going to go through that pain again, so now we're going to hibernate, we're going to hide, we're going to play small, because when I play small, then people can't say things about me. We have to worry less about what people are saying about us, because it's usually a figment in our imagination, and sometimes part of it can be true. All the things I just said, there's there's some truth in it. So it's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, all or nothing gossip. It's like, oh, I hear you, ego. I hear what you're saying. I know you're projecting this onto other people, thinking that other people are saying it. But guess what? You're the jerk here. Not all these other people. Because you know what the other people are doing? They're f- battling with their ego and their not good enoughness. And they have their voices. And they have the inner dialogue that they're trying to clean up but a lot of people are unconscious and they don't even know that they should even question what the ego is spouting out. So the ego gets very comfortable just throwing this person underneath the bus and then we believe it. And then we have habits that are in accordance to how we're speaking to ourselves. So just like no one would feel comfortable going to my sister or David or my parents or my loved ones or my best friends and say, Oh my goodness, Kelly, this Kelly, that Kelly, this Kelly, that we have to be that own best friend. We have to be that own sister. We have to be that own brother to ourselves because when we give that gift to ourselves, we're able to give it to each other. We're able to give it to our kids. And also normalize that the junk thoughts will always be there. We've been talking about that ad nauseum, about allowing the 50-50 and giving equal airtime. Let the ego be a jerk. Just talk to the ego, the little girl, the little boy, the inner child. Whatever title you want to call the ego. Ego is just so quick and easy to say. And I love, there's an acronym that says it stands for edging God out. So when we let the ego take over then we have habits to match what our ego is saying. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and this loop. What happens is when we are playing that narrative and we're playing those tapes, we pull in other people to either reinforce or deny what we're already feeling about ourselves and how we're already talking to ourselves. So it's that cognitive reinforcement of I think it, I go find evidence for it, and then I become more of it. Most people are not walking around thinking they're a wonderful parent, amazing worker, amazing at keeping up the house, in their ideal body, eating the way they wanna eat, proud of that. Most people are walking around and just beating themselves up and gossiping about themselves over and over and over and over and over. I do it, you do it, we all do it. But with consciousness, we can kind of get a little bit more control of it and not be mad at the ego just kind of giving the ego a little bit of grace and compassion, like, hey, ego. Hey, Edith. Just let's be a little kinder, a little gentler. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves all the time. Let's just do it part of the time. Let's just go from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock and just say nice things about ourselves. Let's just do that ego. You can keep up the beating me up after F401. How about that? So it kind of doesn't agitate the ego even more. You kind of allow it and you know where it's coming from and then you coexist with it and then you'll find over time how many junk thoughts and how much we're gossiping about ourselves and then over time we can kind of clean it up, spend equal airtime in both sections and a lot of times our habits will start to reflect that self-love, that self-like, that self-appreciation, that self-respect because if we're not self-loving, self-liking, self-respecting ourselves, then how do we expect other people to do it? But if we're just beating ourselves up and disrespect and disrespect and disrespect, then when our children do disrespect something that we have judged as disrespectful, it's just that negative confirmation and we're in that loop. And that's why we can't get out of that loop. But that's what the beauty of consciousness is because you can be aware of it. And once you're aware of it, you can gently make changes, not get mad about it and then spend equal airtime. And you could still beat yourselves up. I still like love to beat myself up. Be just, Gently guide and go the other direction and also it's okay for people to be wrong about you Do you know that you're most likely wrong about what you're saying about yourself and that's okay? You just want to take those thoughts and be like is that my thought or is that coming from a mom a dad? A greedy greedy grandpappy a teacher a student a past experience. Where is that coming from? Where's that rooted from and then you can shine light on that root pluck the root and then replace it with positive reinforcement so you get in that loop and then your habits start to reflect the looping thoughts that are going on versus reinforcing what the narrative is and all of us is I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not toned enough, I'm not muscular enough, I'm just not good enough. And you gently and slowly but surely replace that with, huh, you know what? There's like a one in 500 billion chance that I should even be here on this planet right now? All that had to happen to even have me be here? like we are such miracles and we start seeing ourselves as that. Then we start seeing the people at the library like that. We see our children like that. We see our spouses. We see our ex-spouse. We see our ex-boyfriend, our ex-girlfriend. We see our mother-in-law, our father-in-law. We see our niece. We see our nephew. We see them like that because we can see the miracle in them because we can see the miracle in ourselves. So this is just a gentle reminder to be kinder to yourself. Don't be mad that you're mad at yourself and gossiping about yourself. Be aware of it and just be like that sister or that friend that doesn't feel comfortable going to them and complaining and venting and gossiping about them. You kind of have to stick up for yourselves just like you would expect that loved one to do for you. And I promise you on a stack of Bibles, when you can give this gift to yourself, then you are so much freer to give that gift to your child, to your spouse, who's ever living within your four walls, your parents, your ex, your in-laws, your brother, your sister, your aunts, your uncles, plug and play, because whatever you give to yourself is what you're able to give freely to other people around you. And when that happens, you will have so much more harmony in the home. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting boot camp where we take all of this to the next level And we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.